It was a busy night for the Indianapolis Colts. A lot of roster moves yesterday. We'll get to that. Breakfast with Kent. For uh, It's Wednesday, October 20th, 2021. We're brought to you by the great people at Today's Dentistry. 317-849-2933. Dr. Mike O'Neill is simply the best dentist in the world. Call him. Make an appointment today. You need an ambassador for better dental health, don't you? You bet you do. All right, let's talk about the Colts. Then we're going to talk about the Pacers and who open up tonight, the regular season, and it's Optimism Wednesday. So reasons to believe that the Colts are on the right path, reasons to believe that the Pacers are going to make the playoffs. Let's go. Let's talk about sports. Jacob Eason, gone from the active roster. He's been released. That doesn't mean he's gone, period, from the Colts. He could be re-signed to the practice squad if he clears waivers. Sam Ellinger goes from IR to the active roster. Michael Badgley, a spot on the active roster. Uh, you got again lots of movement yesterday for the Colts. Paris Campbell goes on IR. They waived defensive tackle Chris Williams, who I really like, by the way. Jordan Lucas and Marvell Tell, they go on the practice squad injured list. And so there you go. And anybody who watched any part of camp, good morning. Uh, you knew that Jacob Eason... Uh, had a uh, kind of a target on his back, and the guy aiming at him was Sam Ellinger. And that might be the wrong way to put it because he's goes, these guys don't compete like that. Uh, we'll talk about the Pacers in a minute. Uh, Jacob Eason and Sam, uh, Sam Ellinger are completely different quarterbacks, and they look completely different as they execute the responsibilities of the position. Jacob Eason looks like a statuesque guy with a laser rocket arm, who, who can throw it, you know, right where he wants, when he wants, with great velocity. And Sam Ellinger is kind of a gunslinger who moves around in the pocket, slides around, kind of makes things up as he goes. Sort of a Baker Mayfield type guy. The Colts have decided that he's the type of guy that they want to utilize a quarterback as a backup and perhaps not Jacob Eason. Jacob Eason had an opportunity Early in the season against Los Angeles Rams to try to you know kind of pull the fat out of the bed or the bacon out of the fire the fat out of the fire whatever had a chance to do that through an interception that was his lone regular season uh, action for the Indianapolis Colts and and so they're moving on to Ellinger we'll see what this means for Brett Hundley will the Colts uh, keep three quarterbacks on the active roster or what are they going to do? As far as a backup, Sam Ellinger looked really, really good in camp. He looked like a guy who understood how to play. Oh, good morning, Joseph from Phoenix. Enjoy the hot weather out there. We're enjoying 48 degrees here. So uh, we'll see what this means for Ellinger, what it means for Hundley, whether Eason comes back on board as part of the practice squad, what happens for these guys. It does mean a serious cut in pay for Jacob Eason. Going from the active roster to the practice squad you lose a lot of cash. Colts moving forward with Sam Ellinger and perhaps not with Jacob Eason. A lot of people, it, it was weird. Like there was a level of fandom for Jacob Eason that justified logic. Like, people are like, Jacob Eason is the future of the franchise. I, I have no idea why they thought that. They did, but there you go. People, you know, Football fans, there it is. Darren, how you doing this morning? So, it's Optimism Wednesday. We'll talk about the Colts. Reasons to be optimistic about the Indianapolis Colts. 
and that they will win in San Francisco on Sunday night, then reasons to be very optimistic about the Indiana Pacers as well. The number one reason to be optimistic about the Colts is they head to San Francisco this weekend for that Sunday night football matchup. Carson Wentz is 3-0. He is undefeated in the state of California all time. In his career, he has played three games in the state of California, and he has won all three. Two against the Rams, one against, no, one against the Rams. Actually, the Eagles were 4-0 with Wentz on the roster. One of those games against the Rams, uh, he wasn't activated for that game. So there you go. Uh, but Wentz 3-0 is a starter in California. Number two, the 49ers have forced only two turnovers. Now, they've only played five games because they had a bye week last week. We'll get to that in a second. Only forced two turnovers. That's not a lot. you got to win the turnover battle, and the Colts have done a really good job of forcing turnovers this year. Number three, Carson Wentz has had his best rolling passer rating over the last three games of any three-game stretch in his career. That's pretty good. He's moving forward. He and Frank Reich kind of picking up where they left off in 2017. Number four, the 49ers are coming off a bye week, so they're rusty. They haven't played in a while. It's going to take them a while to feel like, hey, this is football again. I'm not sure that's really the way bye weeks work. They might come in rested. I like to think they're going to come in rusty. Number five, the Colts have won their last four against the 49ers. The last time the Colts lost to the 49ers was all the way back in 2001. What's that tell you? Not a hell of a lot, but it's a reason to be optimistic. Let's go. Uh, number six, the 49ers have lost three straight, and they're only two at home this season. So they have not won at home. They have lost their last three. This is a boon to the chances. Actually, it might mean that the 49ers are due. But we are preferring to look at it as though the glass is half full, not half empty. If you want to be a part of Cynical Wednesday, Pessimism Wednesday, go ahead. That's not what we do here. We are all about optimism on Wednesdays. Good morning, Dylan. Uh, number seven, Kyle Shanahan still undecided as to whether Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance is going to start a quarterback on Sunday night. If you have more than one starting quarterback, you don't have any. That's a rule. That's what people in football will tell you. Maybe Garoppolo, maybe Lance. We don't know. And, and Kyle Shanahan looks sort of like the guy who sells you tickets at the bus station. Doesn't he? Like that kind of skinny sort of guy that you think, well, he lives in a room upstairs somehow and he's got a bottle of wine and blues records. Uh, number eight. 49ers only have 11 sacks. Nick Boza has five. Of course, the Colts only have 12, but the 49ers don't get to the quarterback a lot. They don't harass the quarterback. The one guy you got to stop is Nick Bosa. If you've got one guy who can get to the quarterback, you ought to be able to, although the Colts have not been good at this, uh, you know, shade protection to the side where the beast is. Nick Bosa is the beast. Stop Nick Bosa. You, you do a lot to stop the attack mode of the San Francisco 49ers. Come on. Put a tight end over there to chip. Double team Nick Boza. Let the other guys go one-on-one. -on -one. Let's be a human being here. We find out today really whether Quentin Nelson is going to be active, uh, whether he is going to be a guy uh, who's going to practice this week. We'll see. So 
I hope Jack Doyle spends most of the game blocking. If he spends most of the game blocking, that's a really good thing for the Indianapolis Colts. There's no doubt about that. Um, before we get to the Pacers, the reason to be optimistic about the Hoosiers this weekend against Ohio State at Memorial Stadium in Bloomington, Ohio State has won 26 straight against the Hoosiers, dating back beyond 1990. Been over 30 years since Indiana won. So what are they? They are due to win on Saturday in Bloomington against Ohio State. Sure they are. Hey, it's Optimism Wednesday. What are you going to do? From a structural standpoint or a competitive standpoint, go ahead and find me a reason to be optimistic. I'm, I'm all ears about reasons to be optimistic about the Hoosiers against Ohio State, all right? Not a rookie of the year contender. We'll get to that right now. The Indiana Pacers, they open up the regular season tonight in Charlotte against the Hornets. That game on Bally Sports, 7 o'clock tonight. Chris Denary, Quinn Buckner on the call. All right, we got a lot of reasons to be optimistic about the Colts or about the Pacers winning. By the way, they are a two-point underdog, and the over-under is 223.5. I don't know. Go figure. I don't know what the Hornets are going to be, and I really don't know tonight what the Pacers are going to be. Uh, number one, Keelan Martin made the roster. How about that? We love Keelan Martin, the Butler grad, terrific guy. Glad he made the roster. The difference monetarily, financially, for Keelan Martin between playing, let's say, in the G League or Europe as opposed to playing for the Pacers is substantial. So Keelan Martin making a lot more money than he would have otherwise. Goga, the most improved player. <laughs> hey, I'm done stumping for Goga, man. I was going on, on podcasts, Pacers podcasts, saying, he's going to be an all-star. I tell you, this kid's going to be an all-star. <laughs> that was optimism. Uh, number two, Rick Carlisle's back. The last time Rick coached here, the Pacers set their all-time franchise record for wins in a season with 61. Rick Carlisle is really good at taking pieces initially, putting them where they can do the most good, and rolling with them. I think that Rick Carlisle is a serious reason. We're kind of having fun with some of the reasons for optimism, but this one's serious. Rick Carlisle being the coach of the Pacers is a really, really good thing for the, uh, uh, for the Pacers. All right, number three. Despite their worst all-time defensive rating, the Pacers finished only four games under 500 last year, and their Pythagorean uh, projection was that they would finish even Steven. At 36 and 36, they finished 34 and 38. Nate Bjorkren, adios. And uh, in comes Rick Carlisle. And that's, uh, you know what? If they had been better last year under Bjorkren, he'd be back. And we would have one less or maybe several less reasons for optimism as they open the season. Um, they lost nothing, the Pacers. They lost, they, they lost Doug McDermott. But really, they lost nothing. And they added Chris Duarte. And they added Isaiah Jackson, and both these guys are going to be really, really good. Yeah, I think Eason's going to go to the practice squad. Um, another reason, Duarte is going to be, he's not going to be a candidate for Rookie of the Year. He is going to be the NBA Rookie of the Year. This guy is ready to play NBA basketball. We saw it in the summer league. We saw it in the preseason. He plays at the rhythm of the game. It's not too quick for him. It's not, they're not too strong for him. He is a guy who is going to play at a really high level right out of the shoot. We'll see it tonight. I predict 15-4-3 for Duarte. Uh, 
for Duarte tonight, and I might be low. But I think he's going to be the NBA Rookie of the Year. Uh, here's another reason for optimism. Nate Bjorkren's effect on the team was minus two wins. They're going to be better without him. If you can add by subtracting, that's management, baby. Uh, six players are making for the Pacers between 10 and $22 million. There's, so there's no financial jealousy. Everybody's making bank, but nobody's making that huge kind of, you know, that LeBron, that Embiid, that Simmons level of money. Simmons making $37 million to be a, a kind of a recalcitrant turd in, in his behavior. Nobody liked that on the Pacers. Who's going to pick up the check? We're all going to pick up the check. We're all just about making the same level of money. I can't believe I just called 10 million and 22 million the same level of money, but I got to tell you the truth, I wouldn't know the difference. Would you? If you were making if you went from making 10 million a year and all of a sudden you're making 22, would that change your lifestyle at all? Uh Brogdon, Levert, Sabonis all averaged between 20.3 points per game and 21.2 points per game last year. What's that tell you? Share the wealth, baby. This is a team utterly without ego, and that doesn't exist in the NBA, and that is going to be a significant point of differentiation between the Pacers and everybody else. So there you go. I can get free tickets to the home opener Saturday night. Not for sure I feel like going, though. Right, we're all kind of in that boat, aren't we? I got an email last night saying, hey, you want some tickets? They're in the balcony. I don't walk up to seats. I don't pay for tickets. Does that make me a snob? Uh, let's celebrate some birthdays, shall we? Likelihood Miles finishes the season as a pacer. I think it's pretty high, actually. You know what? Um, all things being equal, I don't know if this is one of Newton's laws of physics and whether it really extends into the NBA. But uh, an object uh, in motion tends to stay in motion, and an, a stationary object tends to stay stationary. Possession is nine-tenths of the law. I think Turner winds up a pacer. We'll see. Uh, birthdays this morning. Tony Bennett, the great Tony Bennett. Uh, David Fierst, happy birthday, Carrie. Arthur, Jillian Burton, not the singer Tony Bennett, a different Tony Bennett. Uh, Karen Wagner. Happy birthday, the great Sheila Seuss Kennedy. He used to run the ICLU here in Indiana. Jason Aquisto, happy birthday. Ted Kotz, happy birthday. And Greg Fitzpatrick, happy birthday. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. We like all compliments. Punch subscribe, hit like, ring the bell. Let's go have a great day. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else. Lift each other with an honest and specific compliment, right? Don't pull each other down. Honk your horn only as an alarm for other motorists. Don't get angry, honk your horn. Don't get angry. Don't drive angry. We'll talk to you a little bit later today inside Indiana Sports Now this afternoon. Remember to subscribe. Let's go.